but it's my dumb nerd thing but it's but it's your dumb nerd thing but it's it's just our dumb nerd thing it's just it's just that dumb nerd thing it's just that dumb nerd thing that always gets you talking it's just that dumb nerd thing that no one can get to stopping Teddy gives you the floor You gotta open the door We got you for the next 20 minutes Let's go ahead and start the show It's just our dumb nerd thing Hello and welcome to another episode of Dumb Nerd Thing This is being recorded live on the 12-hour live stream fundraiser for Casa Marianella Marianella, sorry about the pronunciation We are in Texas here so in Texas and so so donate to the gofundme if you're still listening uh if you're if we don't have the gofundme still set up just go ahead and look up casa marianella and uh support them they're down in austin uh supporting displaced immigrants um and peoples down there so help out there uh today we have the lovely m here (laughs) done up in makeup for the first time in months (laughs) Oh, you didn't have to call me out publicly <laughs> like that, Teddy. <laughs> no, no, you look great. It's great. Um, Anybody I'm honored me personally would be like shook, but I'm honored that my uh, stream was su- such an event for you that you'll. It's not like I have anything else in my life. Right now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah. that's not true. You do have uh, some stuff in your life, including Divinity: Original Sin. I gonna talk about the dragon age series and you also have dragon age uh well i was really flip-flopping a lot because the thing is like outside of video games i have a billion nerdy interests and i only ever like go 100 percent on them Mm -hmm. but uh dragon age is like the thing that has been like my entire childhood and that like it was the first video game that like i first of all like my the reading on it on dragon age origins which is like the first dragon age video game it came out in like probably like the 2000s right i don't know i have no idea um, i have no idea about this this whole I, I was looking over uh, at jake because he randomly reads a lot of wikipedias whenever he gets in and gets into stuff um and i uh i was in like middle school and um the rating was changed from teen to mature on it like right after uh my dad got the game and i was like i really want to play this game and i had to like bargain with him so that I could, um, I would like complete this project that I had been aggressively procrastinating the entire summer mm-hmm. and that he would like let me play the game. Because <laughs> um, I like grew up watching my dad play video games like um, Oblivion and whatever. And mm. actually like Okami and all of the fun platformers. Mm. Um, yeah, Dragon Age Origins, um, very similar to Divinity Original Sin 2 in certain ways. And I think a lot of the things that I like about the Larian Studios games, that's the people who make Divinity Original Sin 2, and they're now making Baldur's Gate 3, and that's what they're really known for, is, um, like, the things that I liked about the Dragon Age series that they incorporated, and then they also just, like, made kind of, like, better games out of, Mm -hmm. like, those things. But um, Dragon Age is the thing that, like, I always, like, feel really giddy when I, like, start a new game, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, this time I'm going to do, like, this shit. Um... Can we curse on stream? I'm yeah. Sure that's- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but basically it's like a top-down adventure game in the sense that like you 
are always playing from like the third person and it's kind of tactical and that like the first games are like almost entirely turn-based it's like a high fantasy game series made by ea so like really cringy because you have to deal with the origin software if anyone's familiar with origin like i'm sorry for you <laughs> um but yeah, basically, like it's it's a high fantasy series, and uh, one of the things that really grabs you from the beginning of it is that you like make a character, and your race, gender, class, all of that directly affects like the first like thirty minutes to one hour of gameplay. Like they really did go in and like program a different opening for every single like person, and so uh, I started out as playing like as a Dalish elf, and in this like world that is incredibly complicated. There's like so many different issues between like magic and like, um, it's also another one of those worlds where like elves are kind of like subjugated a little bit. So they're normally either like city elves. So they are like servants or like live in essentially slums or they're like wild, like spiritual, like druid type elves. Um, mm. And so like my first game I played through is like a druid rogue or like a, a dalish rogue character and um the other things that are i guess like that really hooked me on the games were um like the characters were incredibly well developed ea is kind of like one of the first games that wasn't exclusively like a story game or like a um what are they called <laughs> visual novel oh yeah where like your interactions with characters were really well thought out and like the way that they responded to you changes over time and yeah it is like simple math like simple like basically if you say something that they're program programmed to like like they gain affinity towards you mm -hmm. and then um they all have like personal quests and loyalty missions and things like that and if anyone's familiar with the mass effect series like ea also made that and their development is very like um i guess side by side tangential like it was dragon age one then mass effect one mm. or mass effect one then dragon age one and then like each gotcha. one came out incrementally so you can see how ea was like evolving their systems to make better experiences for their players mm. and like for example dragon age 2 and mass effect 2 are like voiced but that does mean there are slightly fewer conversation options and what they chose to do is like make it so that each conversation option is kind of characterized. So you're either being like, like, I don't know, like super edgy or like super kind or like just kind of like a witty jackass. Mm -hmm. um, and in like the Mass Effect games, they actually like employ consequences to that. And I could talk about like, honestly, any either of these game series for like way longer than we have. <laughs> um just talked about like mass effect for three hours with my friend yesterday <laughs> um so for somebody who doesn't out there who doesn't really know much about video games at all what what do these games look like i was actually like debating just like honestly pulling up like a screen cap or something mm. to show y'all um so basically it's just like an interface that has at the bottom um, has like all of your skills that your character has. So like your combat abilities. And also if you're like a rogue, like your ability to go into stealth mode or things like that. Um, and then at the top, there's like a UI that has like um, your equipment, like all of uh, your skills. And um, it's actually quite similar to D&D &D in the sense that like in these kind of high fantasy have like stats and they're like yeah like charisma like dexterity um 
wisdom, things like that, but they'll maybe be called like willpower. Um, and then you also have like inventory and you have like your relationship screens with other people. And then in the upper right corner, you have like a little mini map and, mm -hmm. um, it's basically just predominantly like a third person, like over, you're looking down on your character most of the time, but there's also like a good smattering of cutscenes, and you can like scroll in to be like over the shoulder almost, but you're usually seeing most of their body. Mm. Um, but then the thing is also like they, in the more recent games, like Dragon Age 2 is far more cinematic. It's very linear in a certain way as compared to like Dragon Age 1, which has like three main or four main primary quests that you like do. And then once you've done all those quests, you do like a final big quest. So there's like chunks of that game. Mm -hmm. But Dragon Age 2 is like actually told as like a retrospective, like it's someone else telling the story of your like legendary character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what happens is somewhat more determined, although like you still get major like forked decision points. And then also like one of the coolest things about the game is each in each of the games you play as like a different character. So like the first game you are literally just the hero of Ferelden or like the warden because you join a group called the Grey Wardens who um, are plot wise like they are responsible for stopping this thing called the Blight which is like the major problem in the land which is essentially like in the lore the idea that a bunch of mages decided to break into heaven and they really messed up and they turned into demons. And so now you have to deal with this whole thing. And so um, there's like an entire group of people called the Grey Wardens and they recruit people and have like the option to conscript people. And they basically make you drink demon blood and then you're Grey Warden and that's your job for the rest of your life <laughs> because you're gonna die from it. And it's also really interesting like how in Origins every character backstory gets so easily incorporated like into that plot line because there's this guy Duncan who will show up like no matter what your backstory no matter what you're doing and no matter what your problems are like they come up with a way for it to be really important that you have to join the Grey Wardens right now <laughs> um wow this is this sounds incredibly intricate and it really is <laughs> large like I, um, I can't imagine going through and finding all like let alone writing all of it um, yeah, it's like the, this is like the kind of game that I dreamed about like making, <laughs> making, I used to make like literal like PowerPoint, choose your own adventures. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make this really interactive. Like people will react to you differently based on like who you play. And, um, <laughs> That's so cool. I didn't know you, uh, aspired to be yeah. a, a game maker. I have aspired to be many things. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, don't we all? Have yeah. We all? Um, but one of the things that I think also is so, like, giddy for me about this franchise is, like, they are down to fluff your ego constantly. So, like, in the first game, you play as the warden, right? And then you die or don't die, like, at the end, your story is essentially, like, closed. Um, and then in the second game, you play as a totally different hero. Um, but you, like, still interact with occasionally, like, old characters from the last game, and you can ask them about your character, and they'll be like, oh, man, they were so cool. I'm so <laughs> sad that they're gone. Um, that's, that's definitely one of my favorite things. Like, um, <laughs> like in, like, the Pokemon games where you fight your um, protagonist from the previous game, and he's, like, the biggest badass. I love yeah. the previous protagonist is now. That, but, like, it escalates more and more, like, every game until, like, in the third game, which is Dragon Age Inquisition, which actually 
is less top-down than the rest and can basically be played if you're playing it on a platform in real time. And that's how I play it now because it's just like, I mean, I could make it like really hard and then I would have to pause again and go into real, like the turn-based mode. But, mm. um, you know, it's it's just really nice to have like a streamlined version of the game. And that that version is so much more cinematic. They made it open world all of a sudden, which like initially I hated because I kind of sucked at video games. <laughs> and I was just like, you want me to do what? Like, you want me to go where? You want me to craft armor all of a sudden? You want me to like do all these new systems? And now that I am like more familiar with video games, like Dragon Age 1 is just like, yeah, like, welcome to this world, click stuff. <laughs> Dragon Age 2 is like, click more stuff. <laughs> Dragon Age 3 is like, here are all these systems, and like, we've been slowly building up to this, but like, it's a huge, like, it's huge. Were you going to say something, Jake? I just wanted to add something that I really appreciate the writing-wise for that game. I'm making him play Origins, and he's yeah. like watching me play Inquisition right now. Every major social and world decision you make in one game affects the characters and world state of the sequel yeah so like oh, in the at the end of dragon age origins you literally decide like who's going to be like the ruler of the land and then you like interact with that ruler with your future characters and things That's like wild. that and yeah. like you can there's like one option that allows you to interact with like your own child that's <laughs> <laughs> like another character and things <laughs> like that um and it's so, just really great. So, okay. So if we take a step back here, that's, mm-hmm. that's very impressive and crazy to experience so far into the game. But what, yeah. what sticks with you that first playthrough that like the, of the writing itself and the gameplay itself, you know, not just um, the connections that it makes, but the story that is being told. I think for me, like I, I just like, I'm, I used to play a bunch of story-based games, so I wasn't actually as enticed by, like, the combat aspect um, early on. And so it was just, like, the writing of the characters and the fact that I, like, really, really wanted everyone to like me. <laughs> and I, like, really wanted to, like, literally would be looking up missions, like, who can I take on this and, like, make the decision I want to make without disappointing my party? <laughs> um, because they react to things that you do when you, like, take them around. I mean... Mm-hmm. Um, and also just like, I don't know, like I used to be into dating sims and stuff. So I was like, oh, I can have like, this totally like developed character that I have like this full role play with. And then I can like also have them like in a really like well-developed romance with somebody. Mm. Like actually my friend and I, who we were talking about um, Mass Effect yesterday, she literally told me like for an hour and a half, like her headcanon arc of her romance with one of the characters <laughs> from like game one to game three. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, they're Wait, just. I'm I'm somewhat familiar with Mass Effect. Who are the two characters? Oh, it was it was specifically Caden, um, because he Caden is like basically your right hand man in Mass Effect One, and in Mass Effect in the Mass Effect series, you actually do play the same character, but you like die in between and get brought back to life and all kinds of crazy shit. Caden. So her whole thing was like, oh yeah, I was romancing Caden, and then. He thought I was dead and he wasn't in the game. So I romanced someone else and then he came back and was scandalized about that. And then like he was in a coma and I always went to visit him in the hospital, even though I knew there was no dialogue written for it. And I was just like, 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the tea wow. about these games. Like, you're literally, every time you go to camp, you're just, like, talking to your party members. Like, do you have anything else to say to me now? Mm-hmm. Like, please tell me more about yourself. <laughs> um, and also kind of something that's cool to mention is that like uh the studio really like paid attention i think to like the climate of gaming with regards to like lgbtq representation and jake and i've talked about this a lot too basically like in dragon age one they had like two straight characters and like two bi characters and it was like okay i mean the bi people weren't the people that i would have wanted to be bi but that's like my personal issue (laughs) um And then in Dragon Age 2, they were just like, we don't really know. So they just made everyone buy. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, yeah, no, you can romance everyone. And then by Dragon Age Inquisition, they were like, okay, we kind of like think we understand like sexuality (laughs) works. And so they made like uh, two or three straight characters, two like bi characters and two just like straight up gay characters. And you can always mod these things, of course. But Mm -hmm. we had like a whole debate about whether or not it's like, good to mod those things yeah that's that's an interesting <laughs> question for sure i mean yeah, it's anyway. i don't know <laughs> that's a question i'm not gonna answer <laughs> um Can we get a comment? man yeah it does matter i mean um sorry i'm just now looking at the chat <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh, everyone's um, so nice how do you how do you have such nice friends <laughs> Yeah, no, like, the other T is that, like, some people do criticize that um, in EA games, your choices, like, do matter, but they also, like, don't. But... Mm-hmm. Well, that's, the, that's always the fine line. I played a lot of those Telltale games. Um, oh, yeah. It's just straight about it, story. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is odd because it's just story. And so there's no, like, gameplay element really about it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's in, it's very impressive. Dragon Age is able to. They literally were like, oh, do you want to keep your decisions or just wipe everything you did? And that's the final decision. Well, you have to do that for the sequels, right? Because people might be hopping on. Are we talking about the Life is Strange sequels? Oh. They actually got, uh, sorry. I just randomly got on like the Life. I've played like basically every choice game that's Mm -hmm. on the market right now. I only played the first Life is Strange, but that was something. (laughs) Yeah. I, Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a whole different discussion if you want to have it. <laughs> uh, maybe another day. <laughs> Not right now, obviously. Not right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if people want to get into Dragon Age or Mass Effect mm-hmm. or a third game, mm-hmm. how, can they, Effect, yeah. how um, can they do that? How can they do that? What's the best way to go about it? I would say, it? honestly, like... I can only speak from my own experience. Like, I think that if you want to, like, really admire the experience of knowing these characters and of feeling, like, attached to the world and, like, understanding, like, the depth of the world that they've built, mm-hmm. then you definitely just start at one and go all the way freaking through. <laughs> but, um, and, like, plenty of people that I've known have enjoyed, like, one. Jake is enjoying one right now, even though it was made, like, forever ago <laughs> in gaming terms. But, um, there's so many. But yeah, like if you are, if the age of the game kind of gets to you, if you were like playing this game, it's free on actually like a lot of platforms right now. If you like tried it and didn't really like the UI of it or anything, I would say like just jump to Dragon Age 2 because it's so much more streamlined and Dragon Age 3 from there on is like even more streamlined or Inquisition. Mm. 
I wouldn't necessarily recommend trying Inquisition by itself because I think you would be missing out on so much, but also, mm-hmm. like, it is a great standalone game, and if that's the life you want to live, live it. Uh, with regards to Mass Effect, you really, like, and with all these games, you do have to play them in order. Like, if you get it, if you get into the series on, like, Dragon Age 2 or whatever, going back to Dragon Age 1 or going from Mass Effect 2 to Mass Effect 1 is just, like, watching, like, the old Star Trek, but, like, the <laughs> plot is, like, slightly shittier than star trek's plot and like the you can see like the strings on everything <laughs> there's a char- just, there's charm with that there's charm yeah, with old yeah. movies and tv there shows is, there's yeah. not really it's harder for there to be charm with like yeah. early 2000s is, games <laughs> people are fans of these games for so many different reasons that i don't think i can really tell anyone like how mm-hmm. to get into it explicitly other than just like sure. dipping your toes and trying yeah. them out because they are really like getting cheap <laughs> yeah well the new mass effect remaster is coming out that's true i think they're making and like changes, there's but... there's there's a lot more to say also about like the mass effect series and what they're doing with sure. like andromeda yeah. and all the new stuff that's wild well uh we'll bring you back yeah. on for mass effect uh any final words about the, the dragon age series you'd like to say um I don't know. Just like I, I wish I could say more. Thank you guys for listening to my like very, very niche video game. I made all my friends play it, and uh, <laughs> yeah, like play it. <laughs> <laughs>